This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to the Alter Tapes, part of the Anatomy of the Screen Pod Squad. This week, I am your co-host, host AJ, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Nicole. Hello. And if you want to find my dad, <laughs> if you want to find me, you can um, search for me on X, Twitter, whoever we're calling it these days, at underscore, but who is she? And Nicole, where can they find you? They can find me at body's whore okay speaking of finding things you found this short that we're doing today of course found on altar this one is bricks by neville pierce and when i saw the thumbnail i was like okay let's see what this is about and i saw the picture and i said hmm okay dark haired man let's see what's going on here but then as it started playing and i started being nosy in the comments in the description i said wait 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 is this Edgar Allan Poe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. And I am not, I'm not going to say like I'm a big, big fan, but when I was younger, there was one story I read and it just rocked my world and it was Telltale Heart. Yes. I, just, <laughs> I was just like, I don't, and I don't ask me why in elementary school I read that but for some reason that happened and it ended up in my hands and that story just stayed with me because I just imagined that I was hearing that through the night (laughs) no I 100% relate to this because I was a kid that was walking around with my babysitter's club with also my complete works of Edgar Allan Poe um (laughs) tucked under my arm ready to go right Love it. But with this one, it, and I have not read The Revenge Tale, The Cask of Armantiado. I haven't read that, but you have. Yeah. So it's much more of a straightforward revenge tale Mm -hmm. um, in the style of Poe. I think what just really fascinated me about this short was for a moment, for a moment, as like, is this is this taking place current day? Because there's a demeanor and mm-hmm. a way of speaking that mm-hmm. you are kind of like, let me let me establish where and when we yeah. are. And I love that. And we get to go on a brickling pun. We get it layered. I think, story about not just revenge, but also getting the class. Every brick has its place. Yeah. At the bottom, fighting its way to the top will not do. But also, what is that? Okay, so just to run through this entire thing, um, we see that. uh, One second. So we see we have, um, I believe it's Clive who hires William. 
to build this wall, basically do some renovations in his country home. So you get the idea that these two know each other. Maybe he's done some projects for him before. They're probably chums, something like that. They're friends. And then all of a sudden you realize he's here literally building his own grave. Yeah. Well, it's actually William who is the mm-hmm. other way around. Okay. Yep. Yes. And then so Clyde is someone mm-hmm. that he has hired. What we learn, I think, is he's hired him to do like a few projects. Right. Yeah. House. And mm-hmm. we get a reference to um like William is this stockbroker type um mm-hmm. kind of upper crust. He's building like this absolutely bonkers wine cellar and he's kind of laying out like I'm gonna have like like nothing that you have even seen on MTV Cribs nothing you've seen on HDTV none of that (laughs) no this is going to be next year and Mm -hmm. he is one of those people that if you mispronounce a name of a wine he will smile at you that smile of bless your heart Mm -hmm. um and it's it's the performance is really good Uh, but um we also get this kind of and i guess this is one of the things i kind of struggled with the short and i would love to hear your opinion Mm -hmm. so we get the comment about someone else who had been in the house, uh, Hans, mm-hmm. uh, a German uh, individual. And there's, you know, they call him a kraut, um, which you, you got to love like that textured, like, okay. Something. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but... Uh, we never really learn like what he is in the house to do. Exactly. Um, so I I'm interested to kind of hear your thoughts on is this something that you wish could have been, you know, a another like minute to the short? Because the short is short. It's under mm-hmm. two minutes. Um, do you think that this could have been like another minute where we get a little bit more about Hans? No, only because I love knowing my I love when people stand on business, even if it's revenge. Even if it like whatever it is, if you're going to do something and you're going to do it, you got to be 10 toes down. You got to stand on business. And my thing with William is you're talking mess about me. Even though I did hire you, you could think whatever you think about me, but you work for me at this point. And now I find out y'all behind me talking stuff and I invited you in my home. That's all I need to know. Like soon as he said, as you talk about me to your buddy Heinz and the way he said it, I knew I was like, like I said, Based what this is based off of, I don't have knowledge with that. I don't have experience with that. But as soon as that conversation turned and Clyde just turned away and tried to play it off like Hans isn't somebody he's chummy with, that told me all I needed to know. And I didn't need any longer. 
Like I didn't need anything from that. Like, and especially when you know that he met the same fate because you see his bag at the end. That's all you need to know. You don't need to know. Anything. Well, you see, you see. He probably called him in here to start the job, probably. Yeah. Well, you see his badge and you see his grave. Like mm-hmm. he, that little shallow bit of the wall. So from what, from what I recall of reading the Poe story, this is, like I said, it's very much more, I think, a bit straightforward. And this is like a friend who feels mm-hmm. like, oh, you were talking shit about me. Will not have this. Where this, like I said, it gets more into like kind of this class structure because this is very much about like you are workers, you are employees mm-hmm. of mine that I am bringing mm-hmm. into my home, and I hear that you guys are chattering over here, and I cannot have that. And what are your thoughts now? I know you say. You love a person who stands on business. I mm-hmm. very much am kind of in that same tier. But I'm interested in your take on like the whole like you get what I find really delicious about this short is that you start out with William kind of being this like annoyance this the little kid who wants to like put their hands in the way yeah Uh just all in it and you're just like look i love you i appreciate that you want to help you want to learn but right now i just need to get things done and move forward yeah like put it on my calendar (laughs) let's set a time for this learning right now is not that time for that learning um, let's watch some YouTube like videos. Um, right. But I have a tutorial on this. Yeah, like you're six, you can watch it. Um, so, but he's so he explains like I'm creating like this epic wine cellar, mm-hmm. and um, Clyde is like cool sometimes my wife and I drink wine that's a fun time for us whatever and um he like William says I'm kind of interested in how you do this show me how you do this and they do a few and at first William is doing okay Mm-hmm. Um, and then he slops all over Clyde's keys. And this, I I kid you not, this was the moment where I'm like, okay, this is current day. Because no one outside of 2001 is going to have, like, the picture keychain, the... Mm-mm. No, that's, that's not of the 90s. Um, like, there were probably people of the 90s who had them, but I did not know them. Um, so he, that's when Clyde gets real, like, in his feelings about it. And is like, no, step back. Let me do my job. Mm-hmm. And it just escalates from there. 
And I love that switch. What did you think about that switch in tone? That's what I like. Because one, it's, unless you know, you think it's just innocent. Like you say, he's just in the way, but then you realize I'm. he's asking you this so he can do it back to you and put you in your place because you got out of line. <laughs> it's just like the, it's like the mess around and find out. And sometimes um, in real life, I'm a manager and it's crazy because I'm the one who people gravitate towards the most as opposed to the manager that's over me who some people gravitate towards and then at some point something happens and that manager has to be a manager and that person is put down in their place and they feel a certain type of way and all these things happen. And the same exact story with this, employees talk mess about the manager, the manager finds out employees are terminated because they don't want this person to sour the rest of the bunch, which is technically what happened. Hans and Clive getting real chummy, talking all of this mess. I am inviting you into my home. And now I'm going to show you how the cow ate the cabbage. And that's what it is. Oh, I love that. But I love the twist because, and it was almost like you can kind of tell, and maybe, and maybe I'm telling on myself, when I am up to something, you're not going to know, but there are hints. There are there are hints. I'm leaving clues for you. And I just kind of knew like when he was just over the shoulder a little too much, just a little bit too calm. Um, yeah. As you said earlier, if you mispronounce something, he's going to correct you. Just laughing it off, being real coy, real just you can just see, especially when you rewatch it, you can just see how he's being very meticulous about everything that he's doing that's going to lead up to this moment. Even the way he, after everything's done, um, we have Clive in his tomb, if you will, as William is just laying brick by brick, brick and laying this monologue on him, no pun intended. But you just see how everything falls together. And he has not a care in the world. He has done this more than once. And yeah. he'll probably do it again. For sure. Probably. For sure. And that's what I love, too, is that you get this switch. It's very quick where he starts, where William starts monologuing as villain, villains are wont to do. They always have to speechify on their thoughts and feelings. Um, and he gives his, you know, kind of brick business, which is like, you know, bricks have to work together they have mm -hmm. their place and a brick at the bottom can't find its way to the top because that's anarchy mm -hmm. and so um all of a sudden so right after i think i think that's right when mm -hmm. it is like all right just fuck off because right. you're you're making a mess of this and you're slowing down my progress. Mm -hmm. And then we just see him grab a fucking hammer, like sledgehammer type tool. I was like, wait, are you of the Annie Wilkes family? <laughs> what is happening? What's going on? What are we doing with this? Why are you walking like that? Why are you putting that over your shoulder? Why are you swinging this while we're here? Okay, we're doing this for real. All right. That's exactly. Oh, I had the same thought because I'm like, 
oh, he's going to cobble him. He's going to cobble this dude. And he essentially does, like, it goes, straight, yeah. mm-hmm. goes straight for, like, a thigh hit, which I think is bold. It looked real good, actually. Whoever did the effect, shout out to you, because that looked great. I yeah. was convinced. It, but, you know, but I was like, oof, you're not yeah. going anywhere. It looked painful. It looked like, okay, I'm now immobilized. Um, And, yeah, we find out that he's entombing. These people, he's not killing him. This wasn't a fatal blow. He wanted to make sure it wasn't a fatal blow. Because you, like you just to- make sure you think about what you said. All the times you spoke ill of me, I want you to sit here and think about it until the end of time for you. Yeah. But here's what I think about in times like these the smell. See, I. Maybe because I don't know, because I'm like, it's bricks. Will that permeate through that? I don't know, because I don't have the experience of knowing that. But would it? I, that's because I mean, See? like, yes, the Egyptians did um, mummification and things like that. So the body wouldn't smell. But also it's just like, how do we know that when wouldn't have worked in the first place? That's if a, we just, that's- yeah. Yeah, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. Because if um, it's behind, I can see if it was behind like regular wall like this. Yes, I'm going to, because we hear these stories about people who unfortunately pass away in their homes, apartments and things like that. And people smell it and smell the stench after a while. But I'm not sure about people who get buried in tombs like that. Like, would you? Because the only thing I would, I could imagine happening is if for whatever reason, he just like, hey, come down and see my wine cellar. I'm working down here. And yeah. Clive isn't dead yet. And he's still moaning and stuff. Because how are you going to play that off? He probably would figure it out. But that's the only way. I don't know if he would smell anything, though, if he seals it all the way. But you probably could. Maybe if it sat there long enough. But then again, I don't know. Would it become a part of the, the basement smell? Because that's the thing. Well, and he talks about refrigeration. Mm-hmm. So and maybe who knows with all the stuff that he's building, he might hire somebody to build like a door on another part that connects to both of their tombs and he just gets the bodies out and does what he does. This is me making up stuff. But yeah. We can't put anything past William at this point. No. And I think that's something that I really do like about this short too, is that because it's so, it is very short. I think that it has a very specific story that it wants to tell. We're not getting any kind of like background. Like I said, would I have liked an additional minute to kind of figure out what the fuck Hans was doing in the house? Sure. That could have, that would have tickled a fancy for me. I would have been like, oh, okay. I understand. Like these were two people, two people in the house working doing projects and they were pissed off because William was in the way and they chatted about it and he overheard like to be able to sew a couple of bits together I think would have been nice however not knowing I think adds a level of impact to that very end when he is dumping the keys that he poured cement on 
along with Hans's name badge. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like these are my collections of things of people that I'm entombing because they have wronged me. Yeah. And to see it, because they were just talking mess about you. But I mean, you know, some people really do take it to heart like that. And I feel like, not saying that I would do that, but (laughs) let's just not find out. (laughs) No, I, I am completely on that same page. So what did you think about the overall look of the short? I love dark things. Um. The very first time I watched, well, yeah, the very first time I watched, it was like daytime. And when I saw the theme, I said, no, I got to wait. I have to wait because it's not going to do it for me. Um, Even though the lights in my office were off, I was just like, no, I have to, uh-uh, I got to wait. I got to wait. Because sometimes some things you have to match the mood and the tone, even though this is a short, you have to match that so you can really immerse yourself into it, or at least I do. But yeah. no, um, I'm very into different looks of things. And this, it already gives you one, one, I will go in a basement if I have to, but I'm not trying to hang out in no dusty, crusty cellar. So <laughs> when I saw that was the setting, I was just like, I don't know about this. Cause it's so, and like I said, I was not familiar with the um, base of the story, but I was like, I'm not sure where this is going to go, but um, I just know I'm not going to like it, but I'm here for the ride. yeah all right so additional question do you do you consider yourself or do you know people who would consider themselves kind of like the wine snob type yeah I actually (laughs) I actually do. I do have a friend that is a wine connoisseur and they have a whole IG page for it. So, okay. And then I have um, some friends that in the non-literal sense just have that condescending I'm better than you type of attitude. And it's never towards me, but um, I witnessed them do it to others. So I'm just kind of like, You know, maybe we should limit our time together so people don't think I act that way. But I I don't usually worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I feel like, so this came out, the short was actually made mm-hmm. in 2015. Um, right, yeah. And uh, the director has done a handful of shorts since then. Um, and it was written by him and... Jamie um, Russell. Jamie Russell, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, it's interesting because oftentimes we think of shorts as being that jumping off point, right? Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna create a couple of shorts here and then I wanna make a feature and you know, kind of spread my wings a bit. But he seems very comfortable in the world of shorts it's because sometimes you everything and we've spoken about this before everything doesn't need to be a full-length movie sometimes we can get our point across with just a little bit and it's easier to do for some of you especially 
when um and we've seen some people in the um horror world do this they'll like just do some short projects they might hop on vhs and put out an anthology little short film just because it's really quick and easy when they have these other projects that they're working on so i mean i get it like even for me as a dancer would i rather be a choreographer who has to do everything or would i rather be the student that just learns from the choreographer and I could possibly be an assistant and just help clean up things and make it shorter. Like, which one do I want to do? And you can have the know-it-all to do both, but sometimes you just know it's easier for you, especially when you talk about burnout. I can imagine feature-length things, trying to figure out how to make things longer, make them make sense that can burn you out after a while when you can just get a little thought you had on the toilet out in a short. I, I love that. And I think that this is definitely um, like, this is one setting. We mm-hmm. do not leave basically this little area of the cellar, um, which I really love that as well. Because I think it's a very easy way to introduce that because you are enclosed, right? Like Yeah, it's almost like you are I was yeah, I absolutely agree. You're going you're almost feeling how the result is going to be. Yeah. Like we're not getting out of here. I love that and I I I couldn't agree more. I think that there are just things that I appreciate a filmmaker who understands brevity and will say, like, this doesn't need to be three and a half hours. Mm-mm, um, not at all. And I think, hey, are there films that are three and a half hours that are phenomenal? 100%. Absolutely. Yes. But not every film needs to reach that timestamp. So I really love that they're, like you said, filmmakers that will go and be part of like VHS or ABCs of death um, mm-hmm. and do like these really bite-sized bits that are really cool. And I think it also gives them some some flexibility. Like you're not just, all right, I'm doing a full-fledged production and I need to have all like, I need to orchestrate all of these things you can keep it really compact and concise and tell a very i think simplified but effective story yeah and most of the time you don't have to ask permission from other people and you can do whatever you want <laughs> exactly and i i mean again this is based on poe and poe wrote short stories mm-hmm. so what better way to do it than make a short <laughs> exactly and I love the idea of taking the base of the short story and making something that has a little bit of commentary to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's a really smart way. It doesn't do it, I think, and I hate saying this, and and I'm probably not going to say this the right way. A lot of people have criticisms when there seems to be some kind of socio-political message attached to something, especially something that is, you know, much older. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's a connection and they're like, oh, you're just, you're stretching 
blah, 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 and like all of the things that we know folks say right. in situations. But I think that this is done really effectively. This is done with a lot of, you know, you you have to do it quick, you have to do it easy, and it works for me. I'm just happy that you gave me this to watch. And as I said, it was just something that I could relate to as we opened up the show. I was like, I'm familiar with Edgar Allen, and this is some creepy stuff I can get into. <laughs> and as we said, it just gives you exactly what, and, but this is what the main thing I like about this, and I'll close with this, is, as I said, I'm not familiar with the story that this came from, but it makes me want to go back and see that. And I feel like that's the main, well, okay. I can't say for the um, director, I can't speak for Neville, but for some people, like for me being an Alia fan, if I play her music and someone's like, oh, who is this? Cause they might be younger and not be aware of who that is. I'm like, oh, that's this R&B singer who passed away. And they're like, oh, I want to go listen to her. I want to go download her music. Well, now I want to go read this because I haven't read this and I want to know more about it. And then maybe even go back and watch the short and be like, oh, okay. Even though I did understand it the first time I watched it, but now you got more context to it. So I just love how it's like the gift that gives more, you know? Exactly. And that's like, how special is that with a short that clocks in under 10 minutes? Like this is someone who, as the saying goes, understood the assignment, was like <laughs> I'm gonna a short that is effective and tells a story but maybe will entice folks to go and actually read the original story and there's I'm sure a million and five kind of riffs on this as well but so yeah, I was seeing people in the comments say that, like, oh, in this version, I've da 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 da. In this version, yeah, I did see that in the comments. So I think to close things out, the question lingering in my mind kind of covered it. Do you do you think there would be potential for this as a full length? No, that ruins it. You said it earlier, like Edgar Allan Poe wrote shorts. <laughs> let's just stick to because sometimes that's how things get ruined. Like, let's think about, OK, now this is kind of opposite, but I just think about this all the time. I just think about Anne Rice and how y'all did Queen of the Damned. And I love Alia. OK, I love her. She was the best part of the movie. But I just think about that often. And I'm like, why do we take those two works and smash that into one? Like, why did we do that? And I feel like with stuff like this, they would do that. Yeah, it's it's a bloat problem. It's we have a really great story here, but we have to pat it out. And yes. So we fill it. And if you have to pat it out, I don't want to know. Not if y'all can do it right. I don't want it because y'all gonna fluff it. We don't want fluff. I fluff in the store is very tasty. The marshmallow spread is very good. That's the only fluff I want. Any other fluff, I don't want it. Because yeah. some people don't do it justice. And I can see that being a thing because you're trying to figure out how, like how we were talking about, um, like, do you want to know what Hans was doing in the house? I don't. Mm -mm. Because now you're probably, depending on whose hands it is and who's writing it and where everything is coming from, I could see that just being too much. 
Now, and now when you get the final moment of like, you know, maybe they're working together, Hans disappears. And then the next day, um, Clive comes in, where's Hans? Oh, da, 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 da. okay. And then it happens to him. It's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about that. As far as the short goes. Yeah, no. And that's a good point because the more stuff that you put in, that's just more of that fluff, right? Like you have to figure out how to smooth it all in and mm-hmm. if it's going to work. Again, I think I think someone that is super skilled with writing could find a way because I just want to know. We don't know because at first I thought that Hans was like one of his colleagues, like, oh, mm-hmm. someone from Germany that he worked with in business who came. And maybe that is it. Maybe it was just some person <laughs> that was in his house that he had just invited in. So it's not mm-hmm. someone necessarily like, but I go back to what he said, like employees, people that I pay. So I do get the feeling that Hans is like a worker an employee yeah. some way. So I would, I don't know, because I do think that they're, to me, I I just have like this slight itch to know a bit more about like, what, like what happened? Like what, what is a trigger point for William? And that would be interesting. But then again, you could be opening a door that just introduces a lot of junk and yeah because to me it just seems like he's the type like he wants to be his version of liked by everybody and when he finds out it's other you gotta go (laughs) that's it sounds like straight that to me like Hans was talking he got taken care of it's almost like Nino Brown in New Jack City he got canceled (laughs) that's it he got canceled that's the end that's that is that is a perfect analogy mm-hmm. um wow wow that's a perfect analogy um yeah I, I we have to end it there because it's too perfect i think it's too perfect so we, we talked about bricks so what what a short highly recommend do you highly recommend no, I absolutely do because you get, especially when you watch this or talk with somebody as I did, who also is familiar with Edgar Allan Poe and you can come with all of these conclusions and just your own little interpretations for maybe what happened beforehand or what happens after. Does anybody find Clive or not? Like, <laughs> is something in there with him? Because I don't want to know if it is, <laughs> but different things like that. So I highly recommend watching this one. Neville, you did awesome with this and I would absolutely uh, maybe just maybe if we just got something on Williams just maybe the day of just a POV on William the day of leading up to this moment and that's it just from his point of view a separate short oh I like that I like the idea of a separate short and it could end with them just going into the base, going into the cellar. I like that. Yeah. 
I we like that. that. <laughs> or they can do that. <laughs> yeah. But in the meantime, we're going to wrap things up again. I've been your co-host, AJ. You can find me on X, Twitter, whoever, underscore, but who is she, and Instagram, underscore, who is she. And again, Nicole, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitter, X, Twix, right. whatever. Twix. Whatever. I love that. We're calling it at Bodies Horror. Um, you can find me on the Blue Ski. I, I'm still waiting on a little invite. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to stay here on the ground within Twixland, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I will say, like, I like it. It's just been really hard to really get into, get into it. New apps are always like that. Yeah, but I really enjoy it. I think the interface is nice and people are great. Um, so you can find me there at Bodies of Horror. And I have started posting on Instagram. Um, so um, you can find me there at Bodies of Horror Pod. Uh, I think it's Bodies of Horror Pod or Podcast. Let me double check. See, no, because that's me because they'll be like, this username is taken. I'm like, why? I know. Why are you making me add unnecessary words? It is. So I am. (laughs) We're we're doing this live. Um, I (laughs) am Bodies of Horror Podcast. So there you go. The word. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So um, I have been posting there and I find that I don't know. I like I like visuals. I like. I like that kind of stuff. So that that has been fun to get into. And so, yeah, that's where you can find me. And of course, uh, on the Anatomy of a Scream uh, feed bi-weekly with the Bodies of Horror podcast. Of course, you heard her. We are here because of the altar tapes, part of the Anatomy of a Screen pod squad. We want to say thank you to our listeners and come back next week when you'll have a new set of hosts to guide you through a nice little short. Bye, guys. Squad.